Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we are, WVXU, Cincinnati. How are you, Gopher? What's that? Oh, I was just doing a radio thing. I only know 97X. Bam, the future of rock and roll. Auga. You're listening to The Wolf and on the Wolf Pack. 48.9 WAMZPQ69 LGBTQ. We're here for all your music. Hell yeah, QAnon. I think I, I don't, I'm not a big radio guy, you know, but one thing that is you can't beat on radio is the announcement of a baseball game. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It sounds like uh, America. It's, 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 it's warm. Oh, of course. I, I, my, one of my great memories, I'm sure I told it on the podcast 10 years ago, I did a gig in Gainesville, U of F or UF or FU, whatever the fuck Ouch. it is. And, uh, I rode my bike. That the hotel they put me at had a, a free bike, a bike ah, rental or I whatever. Love a free bike. And I rode the bike, and I had the Sox game on the app going on the on the uh, the dashboard, the handlebars, whatever you call it. I went down, ate shit for an hour. Yeah, yeah. Made forty eight thousand dollars because <laughs> these colleges are ridiculous. And sure. I rode around Gainesville listening to the Sox game. It was like we're in the bottom of the ninth, top yeah, of the fourth. Nothing better. Wind in your hair. Straight on the outside, or whatever the hell, yeah. gay on the inside, whatever it is. I sure am, but uh, I did some play-by-play out in Missoula. I don't oh, know if we got so. to talk about that, but I, I really ripped the ones and twos, but it was a boring inning. I wanted a ah. home run, a, a walk, a rape, something. Oh, oh that was clean. Yeah. That was like dusty didn't, and clean. It didn't feel clean. <laughs> it felt like your asshole was wide open. Did you fuck this weekend? It's gaping, baby. <laughs> I'm hurting. There I was no vibrations. No, nothing. Just went. Oh, whew. I just smelled it. Woo-wee. That's a jelly donut. Yeah, what's going on there? You guy that you don't seem like you'd have stinky farts. Chuck feels like a guy that just smells oh, out of everything. Your insides Feet. are ruined. Yeah, feet, ass, ears, whatever. Yeah. And you eat a lot of ass, so you're just shitting poo. He's I, eating poo and shitting it. I have a suspicion. He can't talk because he got yelled at on <laughs> Facebook. But I, I have a suspicion that Chuck is just full of baloney. Every time oh, we talk really? to him, he's like, I slept with Meryl Streep. <laughs> I met Robert De Niro. Uh, it's something strange going on. I don't think he lives in Staten Island. I think it's all made up. You no. got a fake home. It's like a movie set. I made the from cookies from Jen last week. I just did it to like twist the knife and make the lie seem real. Jen's yeah. fake. Those were yep. chip ahoys that you put in a plastic bag. <laughs> yeah. I'm just very suspicious. Yeah, you're doing a lot of work. Here to, to make it seem like you're, you're a real person. You're like, well, I gotta go do the uh, the Mike Nichols podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Mike Nichols? Yeah, that's a good pull. <laughs> like, fun fact about Mike Nichols: he's got a disease. He lost his hair when he was like eight, and that's a piece. No kidding. I think he's dead now, isn't he? Didn't he, he finally die? died? I think yeah. he died from baldness, I guess. Yeah, alopecia, Jada. But yeah, he's uh, he's got some kind of illness. Apparently, a bit of a dick. That guy. Mike Nichols? That's the rumor. Get up and get out of here. He's funny. He can't be a dick. I like Mike Penny. Uh, who's Mike Penny? Well, I'm going coins here. <laughs> oh, Nichols. Well, he's just said pennies. <laughs> ah, That would have been Hardaway. the Nichols pennies. Damn it. Like quarters. What's, oh, Penny Marshall. Penny's Marshall, Penny. I should Penny Marshall. She's good. Go. Gary Marshall, who we saw. I was going to say met. We didn't really meet him. Oh, yeah. That was the weirdest. We're at... I did Conan. We all hang out. We all go to Conan together, Warner Brothers Studio. After, it's a big tradition when you finish Conan, you go to the Smokehouse, mm. which is like a traditional L.A. haunt, you know, yes. old school Hollywood. And red booths, leather, the whole thing, dark mahogany. Waiters are 900 years old. We get there. We take a photo in a booth. Me, the lady, the butler. I think Donnelly was there. Donnelly was there. My manager, who's since quit. And me. And you. Jesus. I said We. <laughs> Oh, we. Uh-huh. But I thought you meant we, me, and then you name people. You uh, say we, and then you say the people. I no, just assumed no. you were talking about we the people. We, we, <laughs> like French. We the people, we're at the booth, and we take a, a, a gay photo, and 
we look behind us, it's John Stamos and Gary Marshall. That's Stamos, and he picked up a pepper shaker. Oh, that's right. He held the pepper shaker. I got it framed and matted under my pillow. I jerk off to it and kiss it every night. I got I come it too. first, and, and then, then kiss I, the cum. <laughs> I think he died like a minute later. Stamos? No, Marshall. Oh, yes, Marshall's dead. We look back, He was his head was in his soup. What does the Grand Marshal do at a parade? He just rides in a car, right? He doesn't do anything. I think he does one of these with the scepter. No, that's the band leader guy. Oh, the, you're right, you're right. The Grand Marshal's too old, Marshal. I think that's the KKK. Oh, that's Wizard. Ah, uh, the Wizard. Grand Wizard. You know what I found out? My, uh, I don't know how to describe her. We have a family friend, the Houstons, and, and, and he's a reverend. My family used to be church family way back, like three generations ago. Uh-huh. My grandparents went to church, so we have these friends left over, and... Uh, they're from Mississippi, and she had all these crazy stories. Like, she went and, like, took the KKK shit down. They were getting threatened. Whoa. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, real deal. It's wild. She's, like, in her 80s, and uh, they had to, like, they were getting threatened. They ended up moving to Massachusetts. That's how we met them, because they were like, it's too dangerous down here. What? But she was telling these stories, and she's like, oh, yeah, we fucked with the KKK. She's like, my father-in-law had to stand out with a shotgun all night. They're wow. like heroes. Wow. I bet she was into the black men. Maybe. I mean, you gotta... You gotta Defend your your dick. I guess so, but uh, it's weird to know somebody your whole life and then find out they're like civil rights heroes. Yeah, That's and not cool. posting about it. You know, they just did it. Oh, she's not a post. She's, you know, she's, post office. Yes, more General Mills. But how about this one? So my mom's a big museum whore. She runs all these museums, curates, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. She started a museum about like the Southland and the Dixie and all that, and she did a whole thing about how bad the KKK were. This oh, is boy. this is in the nineties. Next day, brick through the window, what? rebel flag on it, and they like sent my mom death threats. Oh my god! I know this is great. How have I not heard this before? This is insane. She told me that like a week ago. You know when you're having lunch with your mom, she's like, "Oh yeah." Then the the white power group was after me, the Aryan race, and I'm like, "Huh." I'm like eating a, eating a Chipotle. Like, what, where'd this come from? She's like, yeah, they threatened our family. We had to move. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. She's like, I didn't want to tell you. You were like 11. Wow. Brick through the window. That's old school. Old school. Rebel flag. I mean, this is pre-Facebook. So you had, to, you had to get your hands dirty. Maybe they were just old Miss fans. Might have been. You know, <laughs> Might have been. Um, or Leonard Skinner or whatever. Yeah, but they were angry. Uh, well, what's it called? Uh, called her an N-word lover. Gee Yeah, whiz. I still have the Boy, brick. You never want to be accused of that. <laughs> no. Uh, well. uh, that's what happened to Bill Russell, the, the basketball star. Oh, yeah. Who Chuck, uh, you know, hangs out with on Wednesdays. They play Monopoly. They <laughs> film it. But he doesn't need lost the footage. Um, <laughs> It'll come out in a month and a half. Bill Russell... Uh, he got the key to the city because the Celtics won 48 championships in 49 years, and he was oh, number yeah. one. And they gave him the key to the city. I think he lived in Reading, Massachusetts. And the next day, he had a brick through his window. So we came and returned the key, which is pretty. Uh, oh, that's funny. Pretty gangsta or uh, whatever you say. What is the key to the city? Yo, that I feel like that's a dying thing. You see the key to the city. Now we're all keyless and uh, eyeball retina, whatever. But what is that? Can I open a, a hospital? Can I get into jail? What, what do I do with that? Well, I think the key to this, it's kind of like the Grand Marshal. Nobody really knows. You don't <laughs> no do knows. anything. Uh, and it's a big key. It's not going to fit in the hole. I know. And it'd be a funny gag just going up to doors with the big key, just trying to jam it in. Maybe you'll get the key. The problem is you're from New Orleans. You can't get the key to New Orleans. I might get the key to Whitman. There's only like 11 uh, people there. You get a key to New Orleans. No, you're not big enough. Well, they I can't give... get the key, but somebody That's can. what I mean. I'm oh, saying Ellen, you. Maybe give it to Ellen. That, I'm saying that you. lesbian. Yeah, or, or uh, you know. Harry Connick. Yeah, maybe Harry Connick, Ricky Williams, or oh, uh, yeah. Drew Brees, somebody like that. That's not bad, but wouldn't it be fun to put it on your belt? Like you got your keys, have the giant one just dangling. We got to get the key. Maybe send out some tweets or whatever. Let's get the keys to our cities. I can yes. get it. I'll help you get it. But All I think right. Whitman, I'm like... Number one, they invented the chocolate chip cookie, but after that, it's me. I mean, it's a pretty it's, it's all shit you. town. Yeah. Well, they got the chocolate chip car sales list of mania. Yeah, they got me and then used cars. But <laughs> New Orleans, that's that's tough sledding. You're yeah, not getting that. Yeah, I, I, I think can. they got to give it to a person of color too. Yeah, yeah, give it to a bipoc. We don't uh, we don't have any. So not in Whitman. Uh, I think we might now. Well, we had Mike Tapina, Charlie Prater. Not good when you know them by name. No, <laughs> Rachel uh, Royster. Oh, yeah. you got a lady black. Yeah, which I, by the way, speaking of civil rights activists, in like fourth grade, there was a thing where the uh, you had to hold hands, and there was some game with where a boy and a girl had to hold hands in fourth grade. Red Rover. You didn't want to? No, no, but like individually, oh, like you were a group of two. I don't ooh, know what the game was. That's hot. But that was scary. Big scare. And it was a uh, men's choice because this is in. 
the eighties, and I and I went to Rachel Royster, so I'm like a I'm like a hero if you Good ask for me. You. All I right, might, that might get me a key. You might get a key. Or the a key brick. master, <laughs> and word lover. Wait a minute, is that what keynote speaker is? Is that where that comes from? What the hell's a keynote? Keynote is a uh, that's the key grip. That's an important note. Key grip. That's not as important. I don't think that's mm. a light guy. I think sound. he's number one. The key grip. Oh, interesting. That I is the know. best boy, but he's low in the totem pole. Mm. And the skeleton key. Oh yeah, that opens anything. Ah, uh-huh. that's something. Wouldn't you rather a skeleton key than a key to the city? But I guess you get to hang it up. It's a it's a gesture. I think you put it on wood, you plaque it, and you hang it, and you go, "There you go. This is the key to the There's city." Your but key. That's but a key Bill part. Russell, he had the key to the city, but there was like they had segregation. They were like, "You can't eat in here." Yeah, and he's like, "Well, this key sucks." Right. <laughs> It's a bit of a mixed message here. Hey, here you go, black guy. And then he can't even go to the uh, lunch counter. Bad times. Hard times. Yeah. That uh, that Muhammad Ali thing is so good about how they made him go to Vietnam. Yeah. But then he he's like, I don't want to go. So they took away his boxing. So he's like, hey, I can't fight people. Right. But I'm allowed to kill people. Yes. I mean, that is so profound. I mean, that was Carlin's bit. Carlin's bit. I don't bit. think Ali even pointed it out. Maybe Ali did. He was a little shaky. Yeah. <laughs> Carlin did. What do you get? You look like you have something there, Chuck. I, I, I found out the key to the city history. Key! Oh, Ready great. for this? Uh, okay, so the purpose of the keys to the city was practical at one point in time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Was, what, what are we talking, like 1940s or 1810s? Medieval times. and everyone uh, Medieval? Wow, that goes That's back. a thousand years old? Everyone take note. I'm being asked a question. That's why I'm responding. <laughs> Pieces of shit. Yeah, well, they're not going to care for it either way. <laughs> Major cities would naturally be fortified by walls and gates for the people's protections. When a visiting hero or dignitary came to the town, the people would make an elaborate ceremony and present them with a key. Had a multifaceted purposes. Uh, It was able to enter the city without having to pay a toll. Like it actually represented things. Hmm. For local heroes, it was a sign of respect. For visiting kings, it was a sign of deference. Um, But really, it looks like it's just the toll. That's the only actual. uh, I think tolls (laughs) were big back then. And guess who got a key to the city? They're huge now. They're not bigger than they are now. Guess guess who gave a key to the city? Detroit gave Saddam Hussein the key Ah, to the city in 1980. uh, See how things can turn. Hitler got a uh, a person of peace. What do you call that? The peace peace Peace, of mind? People People magazine. Piece of cake. No, Uh, peace. Hottest man alive. No, Maxim. What was that one? Oh, the Nobel Peace Prize. Nobel Peace. No. I think he got one. Come on. He was definitely nominated. He didn't get the Nobel Peace Prize. Give it a good. Maybe nominated. He didn't win the Nobel I think he was nominated. He would have been saying that every couple minutes. I'm telling you, man. Maybe it wasn't the peace. It was Maybe it was one of those other. I think you're thinking of Obama. Obama got the Nobel Peace Prize while we were actively in two wars, which a lot of people were like, I think that puts an end to the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Hitler got nominated. Or Woman of the Year or something. Yeah. Hitler or... or Hitler, Hitler. Hitler, I don't... I mean... 1938. Take a look. You're responding like you he never was, heard of Hitler. He was. He hey! was nominated. Nominated in 1939 by a Swedish MP. Okay. Oh, Stalin won, yeah. I think. <laughs> so he was nominated. Nominate, that's, okay. It's an honor just to be nominated. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's something. But so just one guy? What does that mean? What is the nomination system? Yeah. Can I nominate uh, Shelby? Yeah. What's I know it, Martin Luther King nominated Tick Not Han. I know that. Oh. What's yeah. an MP? What does that mean? Do you know what that means? Military, Military police. police. Oh, then maybe you just have to be a certain rank? Ah. Yeah. Market price. Mine Prinister? Yeah. Mine Comp. Cher was given the key to the city of Adelaide, and she sold it on eBay for $90,000. Wow, what a coup. So who has it now? Some uh, cut well, in Adelaide. You know, like she got the key of the city, and then she decided to share Green it. Green Turtle 76. You know what I mean? Someone <laughs> bought it. Share it. Do you believe in love after key? Hey, folks, Tuesdays with Stories brought to you by Raycon. I've been listening to a lot of Pearl Jam lately, and it's been great. Boy, good thing I picked this one to read. It's been even better using my Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever with optimized gel tips. I love the gel tip. Oh, yeah. Perfect in-ear fit. These earbuds are comfortable, and they will not fall out. I promise you that. I do jumping jacks with these goddamn things. Backflips, cartwheels. The works. Raycons offer three sound profiles to match what you're listening to. Noise isolation, awareness mode, 
and plus mode let you be immersed in sound and hear your surroundings. I love Raycons. I really do. They fit perfectly. Nice fit. Never fall out. And uh, I got a, I got a joke about it. my old things falling out. These ones do not fall out. Raycons give you eight hours of playtime. Eight hours. I mean, that's that's a school day plus detention. Uh-huh. Uh, eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. That's insane. Wireless charging makes powering up a breeze. Raycons give you the same audio quality as other premier audio brands at half the price. These things are built to last. It's easy to see why Raycon's everyday earbuds have almost, over almost 50,000 five-star reviews. That's insane. Wow. Check out Raycon's wireless earbuds. You are going to want to leave them a five-star review, too. Go to buyraycon.com slash Tuesdays. Get 15% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash Tuesdays to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash Tuesdays. Nice. Tuesday Story is brought to you by Liquid IV, baby. Workouts, yoga, and meditation help you jumpstart your day, clean your headspace, and give you energy. Summer is here, and you need to be proactive in staying fueled and hydrated. Making hydration priority can help us feel better, healthier, and our everyday lives. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Liquid IV products taste great. Ten flavors. Concord grape, lemon lime, pina colada, tropical punch. It contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, vitamin C, and three times the electrolytes as a sports drink. Get off of that sugary crap. Liquid IV is the best. I drink one every morning just in case. You never know when you're going to tie one on with the uh, with the booze and hitting the sauce. So get it in you. Just be better with hydration. Your body parts work better. You're hydrated. You're, you're lubed up. Your parts are Firing on all queefs. Use Liquid IV first thing in the morning. Convenient packaging. Uh, it's effective thanks to cellular transport technology. Get your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco. Get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TUESDAYS. Get 25% off anything using promo code TUESDAYS at liquidiv.com. Get on it. <laughs> That was a, a silent uh, a turder. Watch out. That's going to really ruminate. So where have you been? What's been going on? I haven't seen you since 78. I don't know when we recorded last. I think that was the 40s. Well, let me let me put a bow on this uh, James Fallon nonsense. I don't even think you, you you bought it. I don't even think you... We got nothing. All right. We talked. No you were box. heading there. Okay. And I don't... Yeah, you got no box. You got no product. Give yeah. us the product, the box, the tape, the wrapper, and, the, and the receipt, because it might suck. I'll put it right in your box and see if it fits. Uh, so, you know, this guy Huggins, Higgins... Steve Higgins. Steve Higgins. He's the announcer guy. Ah. It's all very archaic over there. They got these old traditions they just keep doing, and uh, they go, hey, Higgins has... COVID, we've called 19 people. It's the day of or the day before. Like, no one can do it. Can you do it? And I had to move some things around, but I'm like, I'll be there. If it's TV, you say yes. I don't care if it's to catch a predator or cops. You go. Sure. So I uh, go, I'm in. And then I sh- we shot here. I got the shit on. I got the bag full of a suit. And uh, I head over there. I got to be there at 2 p.m., 18 COVID tests later, five masks, you go to 30 Rock, you, you sign in, they bring you up the thing, the little girl intern goes, hey, how you doing, what's going on, what are you wearing, and you show them, and they go, ugh, and they go, we'll get a guy in here, they go, what about your hair, you go, that's how it is, they go, ugh, and they go, you need some makeup, you got skin cancer and lesions and all this shit, so I'm like, all right, all right. Meanwhile, I'm eating everything in the green room, now it's 2.30, you're just sitting in there alone, I start doing ads for the pod. Ah, because I've been, you know, we're so busy, don't have any free time. So I got a Zoom mic out. I'm in the green room going, uh, nativedeodorant.com. You got to get native, you know? And then I get a guess who walks in? Uh, let me guess. First of all, I think it's native do, isn't it? It's not dot com. Co, native.co. Yeah, yeah, you know, know it. Know, whatever yeah, it is. All right, yeah. so let me guess who guesses it. Because Jimmy Fallon's the easy answer. Sure. Here. I don't want to go Jimmy Fallon. Huggins is out. He's dying. Hugs dead. I forget who the guest was. I'm going to say Mick Jagger. Oh, <laughs> I wish. But uh, Keith Richards. No, it was uh, it was Jimmy. Ah, Jimmy. I threw a curve at you there. All right. He comes in. I'm recording. 
And he, he, I'm in my underwear recording something in a Zoom mic, and he's like, oh, hey, what's going on? And I go, get in here, get in here. He's the nicest guy. Yeah. And uh, he's like, uh, he's paranoid now. He's like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, hey, I'm doing ads. I hand him the mic, and he just starts going, ah, I'm Jimmy Fallon, here we are, what? whatever. I have this all on tape. Patreon. So, Patreon. So uh, that was crazy, and he's like, hey, we're going to just, you just try to riff, get some laughs, and I was like, you got it. And he's like, you know, keep it clean, how you been, blah, blah, blah. And then he leaves, and three hours later, I go out there, and this is the scary part. This is when it, the rubber meets the anal. So he goes, uh, it's me out there with the roots, no audience, and the lady with the clipboard and the head thing, and she goes, here's what you have to say. You have to time it with the band. Oh. So you go, ladies and gentlemen, and they have a big screen up, and they show, like, Aubrey Plaza, you know, uh, Sylvester Stallone, and you have to say everything right. So you got to go, ladies and gentlemen, from 30 Rock in New York City, it's The Tonight Show. Your guests tonight are Sylvester Stallone. Pause. Aubrey Plaza, pa, and the great whatever, whatever. Now welcome, and they go ah, now, now. And Questlove is going like, you got to say it here. You got to do this. You got to, and it, it, it's a lot. Oh. You know, you're in a, you're in your underwear. You're in a studio. You don't know what the hell you're doing, but you got to get this timing down. I got no rhythm. It's pretty scary. Yeah, that doesn't sound pleasant. Well, it's just the first time thing. We probably did that for like 20 minutes, and I finally got it. So and this is rehearsal. This is rehearsal. No audience. No audience. Okay. And they go, Jimmy Fallon. So you're thinking, the whole time I'm thinking, I got to be funny. I got to be quick. I need some riffs going. But then you forget about that part. The actual announcing is why you're hired. Right. So the pressure's on. So then we finish that. I feel like I got it. And then the roots, I'm a new guy. So they're kind of annoyed with me. I'm, I'm taking too long. I'm, I'm learning it. They just want to go do their shit and, you know, go smoke weed or whatever. <laughs> so I go back in the green room. Samantha Ruddy is doing stand-up. Oh, Ruddy! So now I got McDade there. I got Palufo there. I got... Uh, McDade? Is he right? He's hanging out with her. He's supporting. Oh, wow. Yeah. So now there's a couple comics around. Feel better. They come in. We do the suit. Two gay guys, you know, they, they measure everything. They blow you. Uh, and it's just a long day. Hanging out with Ruddy. She's nervous. Right. Which is nice. You know what's weird? When someone else is nervous, you're not. Hmm, yes. Like Balance. She, yeah, she was so nervous that I was like, all right, I feel oddly better now. Yeah. And I was so glad I wasn't doing stand-up. Of course. Because that's just a, you know, mind fuck. Mm -hmm. But uh, so finally it's showtime. It's 5 o'clock. I've been there three hours. I've eaten everything in the green room. It's showtime. They go out, and uh, they go... Here we go. This is it. So you just have to nail it. And I go, Jimmy Fallon. He comes out, does his thing. The crowd's going ape shit. And I'm standing there, and you're like, you have to be funny. So I don't know if he's going to throw to me. I don't know if I should chime in. He does his monologue, and he goes, how you doing, Mark? And I go, good. Oh, boy. And he goes, all right. Well, and it's so scary. It's so stressful. And then he goes, let's try that again. How are you? And I go, good. I, uh... I got a hot date tonight. And he goes, oh, yeah, tell me about it. And I go, well, uh, apparently Amber Heard is pretty desperate. Kills. Oh, Very okay. topical. Very Which topical. Heard? I forget all the people. She killed her daughter? Johnny Depp. Ah, that's the fucking Depp. I didn't watch the Depp. I confused yeah. her with Casey Anthony. Yeah, they got Similar, they got yeah. 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 kind of similar, right? Seems, seems uh, cunty and, and full of shit. Uh, the heard the turd. Did yeah, anybody say that? Yes, yes, the yes, grumpy. Turd. The grumpy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So that killed, and you just have that, ah, I got a moment. And then he goes, uh, what else is going on? I was like, God, that was on oh, my head. Jeez. So I go, hey, Biden fell off a bike, huh? That's all I said. I couldn't. I was just doing news headlines, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And that the crowd hated that. You're not allowed to make fun of Biden on that show. And then he does his stuff. He's cute. Whatever. He starts reading his cards, and he goes, uh, "Something, something breakfast cereal." What's your favorite breakfast, Mark? And I was like, "Uh," and I go, "Beer killed." Wow. Killed. All right. They left that in. Yeah. Then he did something about dinosaur documentary, and I this is where I fuck up. He's not even gesturing to me and he goes uh blah 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 the dinosaur documentary i go i think biden's in that because he's old that did well but it was enough of enough of me right so he, oh, didn't, wow. he didn't go to me anymore but uh i got a couple laughs probably said about five jokes three worked two got zero which is painful 
And then uh, that was it. And he brought out a guest. They go, you're done. And I went home. Wow. That's exciting, though. That's fun. And do they say, hey, we'll see you next time Bobby gets sick? Nothing. But I got a lot of nice, hey, Fallon liked you, you know, from the producer. Okay. Great job. So that's good. That's nice. It was, it was it's great. nice to be considered to be in TV because we say such horrible shit that I assume they all just wrote us off 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah, of course. It was it was great. Like, you, it looked exactly like you belong there. It oh, felt like wow. it was part of the show. And when he said the beer thing, Fallon, like, died. And then he went to go continue his bit. And then he stopped and he died again. At oh, wow. It. And it was oh, like yeah. a big, yeah, big He never moment. laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> he doesn't laugh at anything, Jimmy Fallon. That's the title. Um, laughs. And Chuck has a podcast with Jimmy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he had dinner it. with him last night. <laughs> <laughs> you guys live together, right? right. Bunk beds. <laughs> Uh, that's exciting, though. I mean, uh, hopefully this this Bob Huggins passes away. It'd be nice, yeah. But I don't know if I even want that gig. I mean, it's all day, every day. Right. And, but it was cool to be considered, and it's still nice to have a toe in showbiz. Yes, you want a toe. You gotta have a toe. As much as we talk about, hey, fuck the man, fuck the system, you gotta do it on your own, you know, uh, pay to play, whatever the hell. It's nice to do a little Hollywood. Yeah, it's good. You got to do it. Well, I did a little TV myself, oh, you know, speaking of which. What are we talking? Rachel Ray? Well, I did this uh, Charlemagne the God. Oh, you know this guy? He's a, he's a hip cat. He's cool as a cucumber. I never saw him or met him. I'm not good with things. I don't know much about anything. Yeah, he's pretty dialed in. He's a sexy, cool dude. He's big, right? I mean, he got Schultz to be as uh, big, right? Apparently, yeah. I get little tidbits and just, they sit up there. Yeah, yeah. But he was a big radio guy. A lot of controversy, I think. Yes, yes. He, he says some, what he wants. Some Kamala Harris thing, a Bernie Sanders. He's a Bernie bro, I think. Oh, These are like the little that? things I've picked up. and uh, Or I could be getting that completely wrong. So what is the show? Tell me about the show, and where do you slide in? This is the show. So I think it's season two. It's on Comedy Central. It's late night, uh-huh. and it's, I forget what it's called. Uh, I was hoping Chuck would look it up, but he's texting fucking Robert De Niro or whatever. <laughs> he's got one of his nine whores faking. <laughs> um, he's got Susan making us shitty cookies or whatever yeah, it is. got a quiche on the way. But uh, I don't know. I forget what it's called. I mean, I literally did the show, and I forget what it's called. But it's, it's called Keep It Honest or The Truth or Keep yeah, It Real. Yeah, Honest. Or- Honest to God. Honest to God. God. Is that there it? Is there that what it's called? Go. I think that's it. Yeah, that's pretty two, good. With a two, right? Honest to God. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. All right. <laughs> well, I so they email. I'm the same thing. So I get the email saying, hey, and my manager just writes, any interest? And I scroll down, and it's Charlemagne the God, and I, I'm like an old man. I know he's big. Yeah, yeah. And it's a show. It's Comedy Central. It's on TV. TV. And I go. I, I think. Okay, Sam with the post in, and Mark with the post. I gotta stay in the mix here. Get the mix. Because I got no mix. I, I'm Sir Mix a little. Hey, <laughs> and, uh, I love it. I'm like I'm <laughs> fucked. I got nothing here. So I'm like I gotta say yes to things, even though my mind is always like ah, I don't want to do that. Same, same. And so I got the Bert Kreischer tour in my head, uh-huh. where they go, Hey, you want to do Bert? And I go, I'm not opening anymore. I'm my own Bert. I gotta flock my asshole. Sure. So. I I skip it, and then I just see you in a race car, and DeRosa's in a spaceship, and yeah. fucking, uh, you know, uh, Shane is, like, crowd surfing across a football yeah. game. He's on a unicorn. Yeah, he's he's the Grand Marshal at the Key to the City Parade. Right. So I'm like, all right, I'm saying yes. I say, this guy's Good huge. I'm in. But it turns out it's a test show. Ah. Uh, so it doesn't air anywhere. Right. They don't want that mug. And no, you can't have these... these Attributes or what do you call them? Features. Features. Hey, yes. Feature film. You I have, have a feature one. film. Yes. I but like uh, yeah, a few people tonight. saw it. Oh yeah. Anyways, so uh, I go, yeah, I'll do it. And then it's the classic thing. This is why I don't do anything. You say you got it, and then they send you. Okay, well, here are the topics, uh, and the email is like seven feet long. Uh, homework. Like my thumb hurts from scrolling. Uh, I got arthritis from just it. being like, "Are you kidding?" Yeah. I and, know the feeling. And I'm not the guy. I don't watch anything. No. They're like, okay, first story is about the Kardashians. And I'm like, fuck. Who I don't cares? know anything about the Kardashians. Yes. And then it's about, you know, uh, abortion and Biden and fucking this and that and guns. And I, I do a good job of avoiding all the, the big TikTok stories. Sure. And the, new, the bullshit. I don't want to deal with the bullshit. No, I hate the bullshit. TikTok. 
knocked on. It's like, have you seen the Sesame? The, one of them was the Sesame Street character that denies the black kids. Have you seen that? Uh, hi, yeah, I did see that. that they was, felt threatened. That was one of the topics. And um, so, but anyways, I was like, whatever, I'll do it. But it turns, I thought I was doing like, a, a, I thought he's radio. So I thought it was like podcast. You come on, you just hang out. Which it turned out to be. I was like, do I have to write shit for this? Because I'm a busy fella. But right when you see that scroll and all that attachment, you just want to go, I'm out. You just want to throw your phone in the lake. Yes. And then they call. They, like, there's all these other attachments. You have to like, we're got the producer's going to call you at this time to go over the thing, which is a little frustrating. They were so sweet. Everybody was so nice. But the producer calls, and I get it. You have to check in. And a lot of people are morons who don't read shit. So they go, what? But she calls and just reads the email to me. Uh-huh. So I was missing this other meeting for the baseball show I do because I had to do the pre-interview. Uh-huh. And the pre-interview is literally just reading the email. Jeez She's like, okay, so the Christ. first topic we're going to talk about is this, this, and this. It's everything that's... I keep saying the same thing over and over, but she literally just reads the email that I have. So you so didn't I'm like even this, have to read it. I got it. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, but she was so sweet. They're all very sweet. And then it's one of these things where it shoots from 3.30 to 5. Mm. But they pick you up at 1. Yes, TV! So you get picked up at 1, and then you get a text from the driver saying, I'm here when you're ready at 12.30. Oh. And I feel like an asshole because the driver's outside. So exactly. I got to be like, I, gotta, I had to squeeze in a podcast, and then you got the driver coming, and I'm going on vacation that night. So you're like, I, when am I supposed to write jokes? I know. Or a film or, or learn fucking guitar? Or, I'm too busy yes. bullshitting. When are you going to fuck your lady also? Well, I fucked her right before that uh, meeting because well, I was got, a little late for the meeting. Got that Charlemagne the God dude. She probably got a little moist. Oh, yeah. So uh, he's, he's got beautiful eyes. Beautiful. He looks like a Ninja Turtle. Mm. So uh, they pick me up. I get there, and it's in Times Square. I get dropped off, and it's all exciting. And then the makeup lady comes in. She couldn't have been nicer. Mm. All the producers come in. They're like the nicest people I've ever met. And that part's exciting, as you sure, know. Sure, sure. You're in your chair. You got the snacks, there's oh. cookies, there's chips. You need anything. And Love then uh, the writer comes in, Charles McBee, who's very oh, nice. Charles McBee. Yeah, he comes in. He goes, how you doing? Whatever. And uh, everyone's just so nice. But like yourself, it's two and a half hours. Yeah. I nothing. was there for two and a half hours just reading. I tried to read like an asshole. Right. I'm um, like doing push-ups back there. Same. I'm trying to be productive. Yep. But then finally we go out. Usama is on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Siddiqui. Siddiqui. And uh, he's great. Great guy. Yeah. And uh, boy, that guy kills like no other. He murders. And then uh, a writer, an author named uh, uh, Kyle Spencer, mm. who she's like a journalist lady. Okay. And... Uh, very attractive, I might add. Mm, lady Kyle. Yeah. That's fun. Isn't Kyle Jenner, is that a lady? Is that Kylie. Lady? Oh, Kylie. Yes. And then there's Caitlin. Ah. <laughs> so then, um, also a pretty lady. So uh, we go out there, and it's very exciting. You know, you're nervous because you're TV, but um, it was a nice crowd and uh, just 100% black, and I killed. Don't you uh, love killing for black people? I love a black crowd. You really, it's, it feels so good because, you know, these days, there's all these stories about race. I know. And so I, I'm in my head, I'm like, do all black people hate white people? Because that's what the story I'm being told. It's a bad message, a bad narrative, and it's causing a lot of problems. I think it's quite false also. Of I'm course. Like, I, I'm like talking to people of all races all day, every day. Nobody's like, you son of a bitch. Everybody's just like, hey, how you doing? Nice to see you. They assume you're thinking that too about them. So now it's just you walk out the house angry. Arr! And then that's why we got 38 fistfights on a Southwest flight. Yes, which by the way, I'm not saying there's no racism and no supremacy and all that stuff. I'm just saying it's not as um, uh, prevalent as it seems Uh if you watch TikTok and the news and Twitter. Totally. But anyways, I come out and uh, I had had great stuff. I felt really good. I was getting big laughs. And so the end... Did you prepare or did you just... I prepared some stuff. Yeah, I had a couple things. Nothing crazy, but I was like, I'll do this. I'll say that. That'll be funny. And uh, and it's nice because I'm going after the journalist lady who's being serious. Yes. And then I get to be silly. And so, they, so I'm sorry, is it a round table? And they go, what do you think, Jojo? Well, it's a panel, so it's the three of us. It's Usama and Kyle and me. And he goes, okay, so uh, whatever. They pass some gun laws. Is this a real gun law or is this whatever? And then you, everyone says, well, I think the whole thing was like eight minutes long. Oh, gotcha. But then they did, they have a segment called Fuck Em or Forgive Em. Mm. And that was the Sesame Street with the two black girls. And he yes. snubbed them. 
And so it went, it went, fuck him, fuck him. And then it was me. And so I did like, I was like, I did the, the jacket over the head, nah. like, you fuck him. And I go, well, I had a whole speech about Buddhism and forgiving. And I don't know who's in there. And it could be a big misunderstanding. Right. So I was going to say, forgive him, but fuck him. And then everyone was like this, Joe, 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 Joe. And uh, it, it got a huge laugh and it felt good. And then you get mad because it's not going to air. Right. Before I was like, thank God this isn't going to air. So even if I eat shit, no one's ever going to see it. Good then you point. kill and you're like, fuck. Yes. Isn't that always the way? So hopefully uh, I'm in. I hope I, because it's kind of like an audition. And Charlemagne said, uh, he's like, you're funny. I like you. So I said, great. Well, I'm here. It sounds like you're into me there, Fatty. But so if they do the show and I can get on it, I got to remember to bring a laptop and a notebook to work in yes. the back. Write my, write my novel because you, you're just sitting there for two hours. Of course. But you could. what if you got on the show? You could be in with the black community. You could have a black audience. I'd love a black audience. I, mean, I used to do these urban shows and this guy Imagine would take me to all these urban shows. I don't imagine. I imagine. He was great. He had yeah. these great gigs. I remember going to these gigs and they would just smoke so much weed and I'd oh, be like, yeah. I can't smoke anymore. I'm blasted. Yes, yes. I, I think I'd kill because I'd go up there and be like, I'm a virgin. And they're like, That's ah! the, They love that. Tuesdays with Stories also brought to you by Factor. That's right, Tuesdays. When summer starts to wind down, fall can get chaotic, but Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery makes it easy to stay on top of a busy schedule. Factor makes it easy to eat well for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and everything in between. That's called snacks. These are fresh, never-frozen meals that are delicious and nutritious. Factor has tons of balanced and delicious add-ons that help you stay on track all summer like smoothies, shakes, and snacks. Factor now offers 32 meals per week, including 11 keto options. Don't spend your after-work hours in the grocery store and kitchen. Let Factor deliver ready-made meals right to your door. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared by their team of chefs, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. They offer vegan and veggie meals for all you nerds, keto meals, calorie smart options, cold pressed juices, love a cold pressed juice, oh, yeah. smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep you fueled and focused all day long. Right now, you can head to go.factor75.com slash Tuesdays. 130 use code Tuesdays130 to get $130 off across six boxes. That's a heck of a deal. Oh yeah. That's code Tuesdays130 at go.factor75.com slash Tuesdays130 for $130 off. Wow. Hey hey folks, you know we love them. Tuesdays is brought to you by Sheath. Underwear. Love sheath. Keep the heat off your balls with sheath. I bet I'm wearing them right now. Oh, yeah. Look at that. What better endorsement do you need than those gray pubes popping up? Love sheath. Got to get on it. They feel good. They look good. They smell good. You got the pouch with the balls and the shaft separated. Great for summertime. Get those cods off your legs. Also made by U.S. Army soldier and Tuesday, Robert Patton. He knew there had to be a better way to keep his dick from sticking to his leg, and Sheath was born. Ooh, ah, comfort and cool. Sheath comes in so many patterns, you can have a pair ready for any occasion. They look good. They really got a lot of cool designs. And they didn't leave out the ladies either. They comfort you guys for your balls, but it's also applied to boobs with the sports bra. My lady's got huge cans, and she rocks these things every day when she works out. Very exciting. They look good. They feel good. Go to sheathunderwear.com and order with promo code TUESGAYS to get 20% off your first order. And Sheath's 100% money-back guarantee. That's sheathunderwear.com, promo code TUESGAYS. Get Sheath Underwear and let them support your cojones. Yeah, I love the urban rooms. Yes. love the urban shows. Great time. And... Uh, that's exciting. Look at us on TV, like a couple of Muppets. It feels like five years ago. Yeah. Very exciting. We're on TV. It's funny because the, the the tables have turned. It's like shifted. It would shifted into like, oh, those guys will never be on TV. And then five years goes by and you're like, oh, wait, what happened to those guys? Because it's on TV. Not uh, yet. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I got some other things. And uh, So let me, let me shove Houston up your ass. Yes, please. So just at the, I love Texas. You know me. I, Houston Improv. By the way, I'm saying it out loud. I'm saying it proud. Houston better than Austin. 
Yeah, lineup. I mean, Sarah and I, we talk about that a lot. Houston gets a little underrated. Austin now, with the, first of all, Houston cleaned up their homeless people. Austin, I think, cleaned it up to some degree. Uh-huh. Austin's net more expensive now. Houston's more diverse. And um, there's a lot more going on in Houston, really. I agree. Bigger city, cooler city, more there. It's And it's not up its own ass. Keep Austin weird. We got to move there. Fuck L.A. We're going to Austin. All right, all right. And you, you can it. fucking fly there. Huh? Austin, it's like three flights. It's oh, nine grand. Yeah. Forget about it. Yeah, what is that? Why is that? It's a major city. What the hell? I think it was always a small city. Even though it was the capital, it was a small city, and they have to adjust the airport. It's a small little horseshit airport, I, I think. I think you're right. It's a, it's a cow town, as they say. And Houston was always a hub, whatever that means. Big I hub. say hub. I mean, it's the fourth largest city in America. Porn hub. Yeah, you're right. So, uh, yeah, it's got every race, every group, every nationality, and they're all overweight. But uh, great time. We did the improv, six shows. We sold it out. And I got my boy, Andrew Youngblood, there. Corey David's hosting. He's doing clips. He killed it. Hottest crowds. These The gays came out. They love us. They're killer. We love you, gays. Your lunch. And every day, I made sure to do something. First day, we got steaks. Mm. So I'm trying to sell this whiskey with uh-huh. Sam. And the distributor and I, he was like, hey, we got to meet up. He's a Houston guy. I'll take you to a steakhouse. Is there anything better than that? You go to the steakhouse, it's on his card. We got oysters, we got Bloody Marys, we got soups, we got steaks, we got potato and cream spinach, and uh, the bacon. You got to try the bacon. We got candied bacon and all this horse shit. Bacon's overrated. I agree, but delightful, great time. Then the check comes, and he goes, dip, dip, dip. Good to go. Oh, it's nice. Nothing better. Oh, it's nice. And But boy, did I go hard. Like, you know, you got that grizzle there, and you're like, you're just sitting there. You just start picking up the fat that you cut off because it's all there. Sure. And by the end of it, I'm like, ah, huge mistake. I really overdid it. Then you're shitting like little pellets for a while because it's just too much meat. Meat can fuck you. We did that every year. We did the New Year's Day yes. Brazilian steakhouse. And for days, you're just like slogging around. Oh, big slog. <laughs> So, uh, high on the slug, and then we do the shows, and then... Slug cabin. My, uh, <laughs> Captain Slug. My friend, Andrew, owns a fucking nightclub, so it's a bad news for us, because he's a booze bag, I'm a booze bag. We do these shows, we're drinking that throughout the whole show, the shows are great, we're selling merch, we're making some coin, and then he's like, let's go to my nightclub. We go to his nightclub every night. It's open bar. It's free shit. So we, we'd stay up till six in the morning every night. Young Blood at the nightclub? He's got a nightclub. In addition to the other club? Well, it turns into a nightclub. It's a stand-up ah. music venue with all these different rooms. It's one of these places with all these caverns and green rooms and fuck shops. And all this shit. Exactly. So we go there every night. One night they're doing an open mic. Uh-huh. Now, I've been burned many times. You know me. I like to get up. I'm an addict. I'm married to the sea. Word. And I'm like, all right, I'm not going up. We had a hot show. We did great. I'm not going to go to this open mic with 11 people and eat my shorts. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of it. I'm done with it. And I'm half in the bag. I'm all loopy. I'm all tequila up. And uh, we're talking in the green room about a new bit I'm working on. And then we crack it in the green room. Isn't that fun? A bit crack. Bit crack corn, and I don't care. So I go, fuck it. I'm going up just to try this line. I do it. The line kills. We all high five. We get shit faced. We get home at seven in the morning, whatever. So then the next day, uh, Andrew goes, look, I have a house with a pool. Hmm. It's it's three days of debauchery here. We got to get it together. Let's just finish the shows, go to my house, sit in the pool. And just drink and and float. We won't go hard. No shots. No anal. No blow. So we go out drinking. We get a bunch of liquor. We go to the pool. We get shit-faced in the pool. I got home at 8 in the morning. Love a good pool hang, though. Great time. Someone has a pool, just forget about it. Yeah. It's kind of like when we were kids. It's like the guy with the pool you got to get involved with. That's it. You got a pool. You're the king of the castle. You're the key master. Mm. So then the next day, the last day... We go, we got to do some stuff. We just hung over all day. So we go, let's shoot guns. Now, where are you out of the guns? Not a gun guy. I don't get the shooting the guns. I don't get it. I'm not a gun guy either, but he sold me with, we're in Texas, Uvalde. Let's go uh, recreate it. So we go to the gun place. It's beautiful. It's like a spa. It's like a surgeon's <laughs> office. It's like one of these high-end, it's called Athena. We'll give a shout out. Athena. We're Athena. Fl- 
We're fucking with the guy. He's great. They they like jokes over there. These uh, right wing gun guys. You oh know? sure. Well, who doesn't like jokes? Well, you know the other side. Yeah. But yes. uh, so we're There's fucking plenty with of liberals guy. that like jokes. <laughs> so this guy's fun. He's like an old black guy, and he just goes, you know what you need. Here's what you need. We got a Glock on the table. We got a switchblade, a brass knuckle, a cherry bomb. He goes, here's what you need. <laughs> he puts the biggest AK-99 or whatever the hell this thing is on the table. This thing's this long. It kills Jews. I mean, this is a Czechoslovakian weapon from the 40s. He's like, you put that up your ass. You're going to be hard for a month. We go, all right, bring it on. The guns are cheap. That's like 20 bucks an hour to rent this thing. Between three people, that's nothing. So we go back there, and it's it's like the movies, you know. You got the ear thing on, you know, the, the headphones, sure. And uh, you go, oh yeah, yeah. So then we go in, and it's it's like the movies. It's the it's the five rows, the lanes, mm-hmm. you know. And the one guy pushes the button, and the the you know the uh, uh, the target, the guy, yeah, the, yeah. The paper target goes down, and he goes, "This is your lane." It's like bowling. And uh, there's all there's all kinds of guys in cowboy hats and just guys going. That yeah. one guy going pa pa pa, just headshot, headshot, headshot. We're way out of our element. This is above our pay grade. So these guns, they you think you see John Wick, you go. You do this shit. Uh-huh. This thing's jamming. I held it up at one point. And I was I was uh, aiming, and the clip just fell out. Oh, like I, Jesus. I was that idiot. The clip went everywhere. The bullets fly. I put the bullets in backwards at one point. We look. It was like a, a silent film. Da, 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 oh, you know, God. dropping shit. So finally, we figure it all out. We had to ask the guy next to us, like a real man, and he was like, "All right, yeah, pull your skirt up, you hymen, whatever." So now we got the machine gun out, and which is very intimidating. And it's got a magazine with all these giant bullets that are this long. They're pointy. And, you know, you jam it in there. We jammed it in the wrong way. You got to take it out, turn it. There's all these flips and switches and safeties. And then there's that thing. It's way, way above our head here. Don't blame the mechanism. All us. No mech. And uh, I get the, I get in there, and I got the scope going. And the kick on this thing, it's like a mule. I'm ah, like, the kick. I'm shooting up at the ceiling. Everybody's like, Jesus Christ. You hear the ting, 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 ting. It was wild, but we figured it out. Oh, well, It wasn't that, pretty. That sounds fun and <laughs> kooky, but yeah. uh, you know I me. Mean? I'm a sports guy. I like sure. pickleball, tennis, I softball. Mean, I'm glad. I, you know, you get the bug sometimes. You're like, I love guns. I don't. I didn't have that. And plus, right. I, I shot the host. But uh, <laughs> all good. Fun, fun to try it. It's fun to live in that world for a minute and then get sure, out. Sure, yeah. You're like Travis Bickle in there. I was Rittenhouse. They should have. like They should sell different. Maybe they already do. I don't know. I haven't been to a gun range in a couple decades. But do they have different? Can you request somebody? Yes. Can you get, hey, give me Waldo and uh, give me, uh, you know. Brad uh, Thunberg, yes. whoever. Yeah, you can get the, uh, the orange guy who's just a guy. They can get... A guy with organs, and they have, like, kidney, heart, lungs. We got that one. Oregon Trail. Yes. <laughs> Portland, Oregon. And, uh, you know, you're like, I'm going kidney. Huh? Kidney. Ah. Boom. And then, you know, you hit the, the other guy's paper. And did you have any skills? Did you hit anyone between the eyes well, or the, whatever? The guns are so good now, and that scope, I mean, it's a literally a laser beam, Fatty. I mean, you see the red dot, and you pull the trigger, it hits the red dot. So it's an Indian guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, the other Indian. Uh, um, uh, what do you call them? Red dot. Okay. Red dots. Just dot and feather. Yes. That's right. But I think that's a pretty offensive. Ah. Uh, I think we're, you know, we're gonna get shut down for this. I mean, this episode, we're getting we're getting yeah, we're, we're not getting the tonight show and Charlemagne the God that's after over. this. Forget we, about we it. We had a run. Yeah, well, I did the one that didn't air, but Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. What can you do? I think you're going to get on there. So did you get any, you know, yeah. really nailed it? Did you keep it? Did you bring it home, put it on your fridge? I didn't keep it, but we took a photo with it. Uh, Everybody made fun of us. One guy said, let's go, Brandon, and we got out of there. Ah, that's fun. That's so clever, that let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I know. Because you don't have to say fuck. Exactly. Because you don't want to say fuck. What? That's what let's go, Brandon. Oh, fuck. Fuck Joe Biden. I see. But they're cleverly saying it. Got it's it. It's so clever. Ah, uh, yeah. And it's like family guy at this point, just repeating it over and over. I don't know. Get a get a get an original phrase. Yeah, it stinks. All right, so But that sounds like fun. Can you get like they should, when do you get like an RPG? Like a Oh, I think you gotta go to a camp and a compound for that. Because that seems like that would be the real fun. Just the way it goes down and then yeah. back up again. This guy. 
You know, it's and up that, on your shoulder. That sound when it goes in, like the. Oh yeah, you know, I love that. Or the <laughs> the thing that stands up and you put it in, you both go. Yes, yeah, it's like a Patriot missile. That's exciting. Yeah. So, uh, oh, but I should say the first night we flew to Lafayette. Did the the Lafayette? Uh, what do you call that? The J P Leonard. J P Leonard. Jason Leonard. Yes. And uh, we did that show, Lafayette Comedy. Killer, two shows, fun to go to your home state and rip it up, sell some merch. Stay. We got drunk at uh, the Lafayette. Here's the thing. We went to uh, the bars. We went out to like the Strip mm. in Lafayette. There's a college there. Everyone is so young, we had to get out of there. It felt weird. Right. They don't have the childbearing hips, these women. Yes, yes. They're thin. They're flat. They're gay. It, there's no pubes. It was odd. Yeah, they're, kid, they're born in like 2000. Yeah. Isn't much- that weird? It's insane. Much like the gun thing, I'm glad it, I didn't get the bug. I'm glad I didn't see uh, Susie Q in, in, a, in a stroller and go, hey, here we go. <laughs> it's very strange. I mean, like, people born in two, I, I it's guess. Mind boggling. People born on 9 11 will be able to drink legally. Whoa, that's wild. Yeah, it's wacky. It's wacky Wednesdays. Do your thing with the Beatles and Nirvana. Well, I think that, you know, well, way more time has passed since Smells Like Teen Spirit came out than uh, the Beatles, like considerably more. Here's another weird thing to think about. All right, hit me. You think about all this time. Like I saw Jackson Brown last night at the Beacon, and I'm going again on Saturday. He's just the best. His first album came out in 1972, 50 years ago. Wow. But you think of the Beatles in 1964. It's like black and white, and it's like, I want to hold your hand. They're in the suits and the girls screaming. Yep. But then, like, 1972 is only eight years later. Doesn't it feel like another planet? Yeah, totally. Of, like, you know... uh, Woodstock, and it's colored now. Yes. And they wear long hair and weird vests. And, like, Sabbath and shit. Like This is only, like, a few years. You think of it... And here's another thing I was thinking about. With, like, decades. Like, you think of, like, the 70s has a feel, the 60s has a feel. So if you're watching a movie from the 70s, you're like, okay, this is going to be... Dark Taxi and driver. real, and 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 you know this thing. They're wearing like leather jacket, yeah, leather. Sixties is like flowers, but there's no definitive. It's right. not like in 2020 we went okay, new decade. I think about that all the time. It's only in retrospect that you're like the 60s is this and the 70s is this, right? And it blends. It tends to blend. Of like course. you watch Mad Men, which is 1961 or 62, and the guy's got a suit on, and it's Madison Avenue, and it, the hair is you know grease shit comb it looks like the 50s right. but it's the early 60s so it's actually accurate because you think oh he lives in a, the suburbs with the big chevy and the, the the wife with the apron which is very 50s but it's actually 61 right like the rat pack and the beatles are kind of like they connect they're they overlap do they? Yeah, well, like, that's the 60s, the beginning of, like, someday, well, oh, like, the, the 60s, Vegas yeah. years with the suits and, right. and Ocean's Eleven and shit. See, I see that as 50s. Yeah, but that's, like, went into the 60s. It's not yeah. like Sinatra and Dean Martin just, where there's, like, all right, we've stopped. Right, right. Because now it's the 60s. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's very strange. It is wacky. And it's, all like I said, it's only that. It's not like in 19, New Year's Eve, 1969, they're like, okay, get rid of the flowers and right. the LSD. Now we're cocaine and leather jackets and, and, and gritty. Yeah, it's, we do that with art, too. We go, no, the Simpsons, I mean, they dominated the 90s, but they started in 88. Hmm. You know, Seinfeld was 89. Right. Ah. Very interesting. There's a blend. There's always a, when the, the 80 meet 90, it turned, there's a, a crossover there. Yes. Then one has to take over. But does, does it feel weird that the 2000 to 2010, 10 to 20, that is a little blurry because it's not as 80, 90, 70, you know? Right. Yeah, the 2010s, it's how, well, that's also like my drunkest time, I guess. Uh-huh. 2000, well, 10, 11, 12. Really? But I guess, yeah. Well, I guess the two, I don't know. It's I, all pretty I, drunk. I'd say but, late 90s for me. But yeah, it's all, I don't know, it's all. Pipes. Pipes, yeah. yeah. Like, what is the decade of the 2010s? What's what do we think What's about the with thing? that? The razor phone. I don't even. I know. guess Apple. iPhones had taken over. Yeah, became, maybe that's why there's no culture. Ah, it's like iPhones. We're just like, Bleh. good point. Well, it feels like there's a culture now with like the pandemic, the the riots, the protests, politics, Trump. You know, that's all very heavy. Every, everything's politics now. Everything. That's the new development. I hate it. A hundred percent of things. Pepsi. Baseball, yeah. football, 
Isn't that so strange? That's like NBA is liberal and I the NFL know. is conservative. You're it's like, so why? What are we talking about? People, what is you, this? You like that comedian? Oh, what are you right wing? I'm like, what? He's a funny guy. What are you talking about? It's very strange. Very strange. You just did it with sense of humor. Yeah, exactly. But it's just it's all pipes. This never was the way. Nobody no. was ever like the NFL's this political and this NBA is this totally. political. It's very I, strange. You used to be political and people were like, Ugh, who who invited the weirdo? Yes, they'd be like, shut up. What yeah. are you talking about? Alex B. Keaton over here. Remember in Clueless, the movie, what's his name? Paul Rudd is like watching the news and he's like, Look at the Sudan, and then we gotta change these policies. And they're all like, Shut up, you dork. That's how it was. Yes. And now it's like, hey, if you don't know about Scaramucci, uh, you're a fucking dumbass. <laughs> I'm like, who the hell's uh, you got to know about Manchin or whatever? Joe Manchin. I'm like, uh, I don't Joe know Manchin. about Manchin. How about Fauci? I don't care. Don't mention it. He's got a show with Manchin. Now oh, there's the beeper. Hey, there we go. Where are we at with time? 50. Whoa. Oh, Let me tell geez. you a quick tale. Hit me there, Spread Eagle. <laughs> That's not a bad, uh, like, if I was a, a Marine, I'd want to be Spread Eagle. Oh, that's fun. You know? You got you got your Marine name? I used to have a good name, and I forget what it was. Oh, Wolverine when I was a kid. Because uh, Top yes. Gun, you know, came out, and it was all the names, and I loved Red Dawn. So I was like, I'm Wolverine. Is that a guy in Wolverine? Or Red Dawn? Well, Red Dawn, they were the Wolverines. Oh, I didn't know that. That was okay. the thing. Uh-huh. I was obsessed with Red Dawn and Top Gun. Oh, yeah. I was conservative. Apparently. <laughs> what do we do? We just put each I had a lady at a show once go, uh, I can't tell if you're a Republican or Democrat. It fucked me up to the whole show. And I'm like, that's what you're doing in the audience? It's a comedy show. Just watch the show. Try to get a laugh in. That's so weird. She, she was trying to pinpoint. I'm like, what are you what are you crazy? Yeah, everyone wants to point. That's where we're at. And pin. We, we want boxes. And both sides yeah, I don't want to get yeah. People act like they're they like hate those people, but then they are those people. I, the mirroring is bananas. It's wild. But anyway, so listen to this one. This, this was kind of fun. It's not any crazy or anything, but I was at the stand. You know, we go to the stand a lot. Stand, seller. Sure. That's it now. I feel bad because I'm not at New York Comedy Club as much as I'd like to be. I'm there tonight. But you get the spots, and then you're like, well, I don't need to. Uh, I don't want to run around anymore. I like yeah. a couple spots. And whatever you like, throw at me, I just take it. Like, mm. I, you, you, you tell me where to go, I'll go. I don't want to think about it. All right. So, anyways, I'm at the stand, and uh, you know, we do the two set, two shows. We did the early show, and then the second show. I think you might have come here that night mm. after. But so I go on, and I'm I'm first on the on the 10p, and I'm in there, and I'm doing my set, and there's these two guys in the back uh, uh, where Chuck is. He's they're podcasting with each other back there. Okay, and they're just chatting, and I don't like to cause a big. Th- I try not to. I don't want to be the guy that's like, "Excuse me, what are you we're fucking whatever?" You yeah. just take the dick out of your mouth at your dentist or whatever the fuck. Sure. So I'm just plowing through. I don't want to deal with it. I just want to do my sets, try my stuff. But because they're it's faint enough that I can plow through. But it's a small crowd. There's only 35 people plus these two, it's 37. Uh-huh. But the people here keep doing this. Ah, uh, yeah. So now I have to step in because you're taking away the audio. You're fucking up their night. Exactly. And it's not just the, it's like a, a few people throughout. We're about eight minutes in now. And then the people over there are going like this. Uh. And everyone just keeps going like that. So finally I go, hey, are you guys having a full conversation over there? And the guy goes, yeah, we are. Ooh. And I go, uh, could you not? Yeah. Could you stop that? And the guy goes, uh, we could, but uh, could you not? Uh, here we go. Could and the guy's drunk, not? and I go, could I not what? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. And he goes, well, maybe you. And I, I, it was so fun because they're drunk. So yeah. when you're sober and they're drunk, you have a huge advantage. And I'm amplified, and they're not. Uh-huh. So this is just an unfair fight, which I love an unfair love fight. love an unfair fight when you're on the winning side. Yeah. So then he goes, uh, he goes well, baby, because you're. And I go, shut up. I go, shut up. <laughs> I go, I'm, I'm, fucking, I'm killing. What yes. are you talking about? Just stop it. And he goes, oh, you want us to stop talking? And I go, yes, stop talking. You're distracting the whole audience. You're I don't right. get it. What are you even doing here? And at this point, Joe, the manager, goes over and goes, hey, guys. And the guy goes, what do you want us to leave? And I go, yes. I took over for Joe because I got the microphone. Hell yeah. So I go, yes, leave. Get up and leave. Go have a conversation upstairs, you fucking idiots. Yeah. And so he goes, okay. So Joe goes, okay, you got to go. And the guy gets up and he goes, uh, 
yeah, maybe if you didn't, I go, shut up, shut up. <laughs> and um, they keep walking. And then this is the funnest part because he kept trying to say stuff. And I go, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it was really fun. Yeah. And then they went out and they took a right into the bar. Oh. Because they're drunk and they're trying to like yell stuff. Yeah. And they take a right, which is the wrong direction. It's like a dead end at the bar. And I go, oh, wrong way. <laughs> you went the wrong way. Ha, ha. And the guy's going, yeah, yeah. I go, no, you went the wrong way. You're stupid. <laughs> you feel so stupid, you fucking idiot. Yeah. And then uh, they're walking up the stairs, and he's going, well, maybe if you. And I go, shut up. <laughs> and it was very enjoyable, I have to say. Now, are you just praying to God that they're not just hanging out on the stairs? A little bit, yeah, but there but you, is. You got to live, baby. Ride it. Well, there's two of them. They're drunk. They're dipshit. They're like drunk bro fucking yeah. dipshits. And uh, I feel like I could have just beaten the fuck out of one of them. And the other one would have been like, oh, I'm sorry. Like Goodfellas. When he hits him with the gun, the guy's like, don't shoot. Yes, yes. Who looks like Chandler, by the way. If you rewatch that scene, he looks just like Chandler. Every time I see it. Uh, when he, when Matthew he, Perry? Yeah, Matthew yeah. Perry, yeah. Bing! Um, could you look more like Chandler? <laughs> um, so that was fun, but I did come off, and I was like, those guys left, right? And Joe's like, they went up the street. And I was like, yeah. woo! Um, the talking, because you're just ruining other people's show. It's not, look, it's annoying to me, but you're just, these are paid customers, you kook. Relax. Well, then it turns out they just snuck in, and uh, they were like, well, it's a light crowd, whatever, we'll just let them in there. So they thought they were just at a bar. They just went to a bar and had a conversation, but they were, like, hammered. Yeah, yeah. But there's something so fun when someone's trying to have a clever line, and then in it, they just walk the wrong direction. You're like, yeah. ah! Uh, I love and that. everybody was laughing, and then I was like, they went upstairs, and I was like, by the way, I was like, I'm like having like the set of my life. And everyone was like this. Yeah, it was very fun. That's the best. Yeah. Now let me throw this one in your taint and see if it sticks. Seller, I'm there last night. Hottest crowd. Mm. Now I'm not gonna say who, but there was a lady on stage killing, killing okay, so a gal we know and like. One of four people killing, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, we're all hanging out in the bar area, talking, chopping it up, comics. And this guy comes out and goes, hey, hey, you, to the lady. He goes, hey, you shouldn't call out people in the audience like that. Mm. And uh, we're like, ha, 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 You know, it was so stern. It was obviously a joke. And he goes, no, no, I'm not joking. That pissed me off. You shouldn't do that. What the fuck? And we're like, whoa. So me and uh, Matt Ruby stand up. We're like, dude, are you serious? Like, get out of here. Quit being a, such a bitch. You're like, she made a joke about you in the audience? You're, you're like a Karen, you know? Get out of here. Yeah. So he's big guy, big guy, buff guy. Might have been some roids cooking. And he's like, no, no, no. I don't care about you guys. You fucked up. Fuck you, you fat cunt. Oh, wow. And now it's escalating. So now we're so like she's in this. fat. Huh? So she's fat. Yes. Okay. And now we're in this guy's <laughs> face, and we're like, what the fuck? Are you crazy? Fuck you. Get out of here. And then, you know, the waiter comes over. They, they kick the guy out. Hmm. But... I was like, what a bitch. What a, like, a snowflake dork. Of course. You can't take a guy, a lady being like, blah, blah. I mean, it wasn't even mean. She was like, you know, you like sucking dick or whatever she said. I don't know. And this guy was pissed. And I think he was going to get a fighter. Oh, Jesus. It was wild. Douche. But here's the thing about all these people. Even the people on Twitter who are like, fuck PC, fuck the woke, this and that. You make fun of their thing? Exactly. They're the same way. Same way. I mirror. shit on weed on Ari's podcast, and all these people were like, fuck you, you oh, fucking dude. asshole. And I'm like this. Your fans, you're a huge Ari fan. Yeah. So I know you think uh, the Kobe thing right, is funny right. and rape jokes are funny, but God forbid someone make fun of their friends. They're friends for smoking weed. Hey, you've been shaming exactly. weed, you think, because you're sober, you fucking... <laughs> it's like, oh, so weed is your trigger. Uh-huh, yep. Everybody has a trigger. Everyone has a trigger. Everybody, And you turn... I'm like, you're exactly these people. They're the same thing. You're the same exact thing. And they can't it's the same see it. with right and left. Same thing, exactly. Mirror opposites, they do the same shit. And I made a Baron Trump joke once. I mean, the onslaught. How you you live with yourself fucking talking about a kid. I'm like, whoa, snowflakey. Easy there, sensitivo. Whoa, trig. No. So it's all pipes. It all sucks, but... This guy got kicked out. His friends were still in the crowd. He had like five friends with him. They all hung out. They had a great time. But how does this guy live with himself? Like you go up to a lady and say that because a joke? Yeah. Kill yourself. What are that you doing? Stinks. You queef. Maybe you will. Hopefully.
All right. Well, had a wacky, action-packed week. So thanks again. Oh, I, I got to talk about something's burning next time. I did. I went to Bert's house and filmed with Bobby Lee. It was a treat. Oh, fun. Boy, Bert's house is unbelievable. You get the money thing. You go to this guy's house. He lives on a compound. Huge backyard, fire pit, swimming pool, hot tub, barbecue, hammock, <sighs> podcast studio, gym, Home theater. I go up to his home theater. It's like 30, 15-year-old girls in there watching a movie, eating popcorn. I'm like, do you know what you have? Do you realize what this is? He owns the girls? Yes, sex traffic. Wow. Next thing he asked me, I'm saying yes. You I don't care better. if it's eating out ass for five bucks. Do I, it. Bert, yes, yes. Yes, we can. You can do it. Yes, you can. I'm in, buddy boy. We're going to another uh, fully loaded. Maybe I'll try to talk you in. Well, I'll see what I can do. I'm pretty busy. I'm All a movie right. star. but you, get, you got Charlemagne up I'm, your ass. I'm not, I'm not opening anymore. I'm doing... Comedy Central television these days. Test show. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe Bert, whatever the fuck. We'll figure it out. Hey, you're a fucking uh, movie star, so who knows what and what knows who. But, all right, where are you going to be there, Sloppy Jalopy? I'm starving. I'm so hungry. Aggie. i got to get a better food schedule. We don't have time to eat either. No, I, we got to roll. Oh, shit. we got to leave soon. Fuck my mother. Hit okay. It. Well, he I just to leave, then you can eat. I just got a, I got a text here. Uh, I got um, August, August 2nd. Oh. Um, Regal Cinemas. If you're in Boston, Ooh. the movie's playing one more time at Regal on Tuesday, August 2nd. Is that today? No. This is coming out. It's, this is coming out. Yeah, yeah it is yes. today. That's right. Tonight. Yeah. Tonight, if you're in Boston, go to Regal Cinemas at Fenway Park, by Fenway Park, next door in the Fenway region, and go see Fourth of July. And this movie is going to be, I think there's a pre-sale available right now. And so you want to get on that pre-sale. You want to get the bonus materials. We did a bunch of stuff, all the deleted scene, Lewis's scene, and all that stuff. And we did a full commentary. We just recorded a couple of days ago. Get the pre-sale. Get the movie. Support the independent. Support me, please. Yeah. And uh, check it out. And then big month. This weekend, I'm in Des Moines at the Funny Bone. Come out to that. I got my goddamn Iowa State hat, my Iowa shirt. I got all kinds of Iowa merch because there's nothing else to do in Iowa except buy shit. Yeah. And then next weekend, Nashville Zanies. I think there's low tickets or whatever. At least that's what they're saying. So get your tickets to Nashville Zanies. Then we're at uh, Side Splitters for three shows. You missed that. Ooh. If you haven't got your tickets, you missed that. That's going to be fucking insane. Well, you know who's coming to that. I know. All kinds of big, big stuff happening. Big swinging dicks. Oh, yeah. Then I'm going to Austin for one day. Oh. And then it's off to the Liberty Funny Bone. Ah. So I'll be the Liberty Fun Bone that uh, weekend. The movie will be streaming, so make sure you get the pre-sale, get the goddamn movie, what and uh, come see me. What, August is going to be bananas. August. It's going to be wild. We're going to be on all kinds of crazy shit. Hell yeah. Oh, boy. One of us is going to die at this bachelor party. I can't wait. Yeah. All right. I'm all over the road as well. Lexing Lexington, Kentucky at that comedy club. Uh, San Antonio at LOL. The Neptune Theater. Portland, Maine. Portland, Oregon. Vancouver, Toronto, Philly. New Haven, New Orleans, uh, MarkNormanComedy.com. Check it out and uh, get on the Patreon. A lot of good stuff. We're about to record another thing. And you're missing out if you're not on it. Queef it up. Get a shirt. I don't know. Do we still have shirts? I think so, yeah. Every All once right. in a while, you get a shirt. Grab saying, a shirt. I think. I see a lot of gays out there rocking a vintage. We appreciate it. Praise Allah. Thank you. Key to the city. Queef it up. Queef it up.